Pastor Michael E. Tan. I'm the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We're at 311 North Dunbar, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We want to welcome you to today's program. Today you're going to be listening to a word either from myself, my lovely wife Kimberly E. Tan, or associate minister at Bethlehem, or teacher. But before we get into word today, we just want to welcome those who are listening throughout our MySpace page at www.myspace.com backslash Pastor Michael Eton, that's E-A-T-O-N. Maybe listening through our church website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com or podcast of the same name, Hear God's Word at Bethlehem, or through our Women of Divine Faith or other ministries all on the internet. Now, let's get into the Word. Sunday school, you stood on the door, you sung dying songs. Yes. Right, right, right. We want to thank you for allowing God to use you this morning. Yes. We come always placing the vision before you, and it's the vision to build this church. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Some say, well, I can barely see it. Well, you have to see it by faith anyway. Right, Amen. right, right. <laughs> see it when you see it. Amen, you got to get there before you get there. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Right yeah. now, I'm imagining myself right up in here in the pool pit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ushers, you better imagine yourself on the door. Yeah, yeah. I'm choir, imagine yourself in the choir stand singing Zion's song. Yeah. And imagine all the new people that we're going to yes. reach as Amen. a result Amen. of God's work in this place. Amen. 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 Bethlehem, share and how are we going to share it? By living and giving. Amen. And that is our thing this year. Uh, I didn't tell the preacher man, but one of the reasons that he's here in this area today is because he was overheard in a conversation that he didn't know that he was overheard. All right, all right, all right. Hello, somebody. Amen. He was overheard. Somebody overheard him and said, hey, I want him to cut my hair. Hello, somebody. Don't call somebody. Because he was willing to share the love. You see, sharing the love can be a blessing. To you, hello somebody. Hello somebody. It could change your life because you're willing to share the love. Hello somebody. It could change the life of this church. It could cause revival in this church if you're willing to share the love. And again, we always challenge our members to put those ten most wanted that you want to see in the household of the Lord in this box of love. And we've seen God bring some folk out yes. as we prayed for them. Amen? Right. Amen. 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 And praise the Lord. Hey, 
We're continuing our series called Be Brave. And we're challenging you to do what God told Joshua to do, which was to go get it. He told Joshua that it was his time. Yeah. And it was their time that they wouldn't be able to sit back to get their blessings. They would have to go get it. And if you knew that you had to go get your blessings, then Joshua 1.9 would mean a whole lot to you because Joshua 1.9 says, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And you've got to go get it. Sometimes you got to leave Oklahoma City to come to Paul's Valley to go get it. To get your blessing. You, you've got to make a move. And God, when God says that he's given you the victory, you just can't sit on your behind. You've got to do something. And God says when you make a move with him, he's going to go before you. Hello, somebody. And this whole book of Joshua has been that testimony where they went into a land filled with giants, fortified cities, oh, iron chariots. Oh, but God said, don't look at them, look at me. And when you look at me, you can go get it. Hello, somebody. I don't care that they're nine foot nine. When you're, oh, when you're on my side, hello, you're on the winning side. And you better go get it. Hello, somebody. This morning, uh, uh, we're going to share a message entitled, The Lord Has Promised Good to Me. The Lord Has Promised Good to Me. And and we're going to look at Joshua chapter 21, verses 43 through 45. Please stand in reverence to the word of God. Stand symbolically saying that I will stand on the word of God. Uh, and I believe that it's two slides. Let's read this out loud together at the same time. This is the NIV. One, two, three. So the Lord gave Israel all the land he had sworn to give their ancestors. And they took possession of it and settled there. The Lord gave them rest on every side, just as he had sworn to their ancestors. Not one of their enemies withstood them. The Lord gave all their enemies into their hands. Not one of all the Lord's good promises to Israel failed. Everyone was fulfilled. Amen. You may be seated in the household of the Lord. Today we're going to talk on around three points as the Holy Spirit gives us utterance. We're going to talk, uh, we're going to share that God gave prosperity. We're going to share that God gave peace. And we're going to share that God gave protection. God gave prosperity. God gave peace. And God uh, gave protection. And we want Christians to know this morning that Christians should expect prosperity from God when they obey. Amen. Christians should expect prosperity from God when they obey. When they obey. This text I want to share this morning before we get into our text this morning is a text I'm, I'm, I'm believing I'm reading some other folks mail up in here. And God's trying to tell you something. And, and if it was your mail out, you need to let me know. Uh, but it is Jeremiah 29, 11. Text. 
What we're going to learn this morning talks about hope. The text of what we're going to learn in our text this morning talks about peace. The text of what we're going to talk about this morning talks about prosperity. This is what the text says. This text was shared beforehand to a people who were literally in captivity. And God sent that word to let them know that they wouldn't always be slaves, that they wouldn't always be bonded. And it reminded me of three texts that I'm going to share, the subtext I'm going to share with you this morning from Exodus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy about how God was prophesying to them uh, the children and the texts of Israel and he was trying to encourage them to step out uh, by faith to go get what God said that they could have and they had to take these steps of faith to go get it and really we're winding down to the end of the story in our text this morning because God is giving them a, 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 a review of what has happened. They have, uh, we have seen them go in and we've seen them take Jericho and we saw them lose to Ai and then we saw them come back and win uh, against Ai. We saw how the Gideonites tried to trick them and fool them and, uh, and we saw how people came together collectively against them trying to stop God's plans for them but nobody could stop them. They, was, uh, they were on a roll and God would give them the victory as long as they would obey God's word because we saw uh, also when they didn't obey God's word they didn't have uh, the victory. The Ark of the Covenant uh, oh, went before them starting there oh, on the Jordan River and they crossed over with that ark uh, and that ark and in that ark was the word of God and the word of God was very important for their victory because uh, in order to have victory they would have to obey the word of God uh, and I've been trying to tell folk up in this place uh, if you want to have victory you've got to obey the word of God there is no prosperity with God uh, unless you are obedient to God hello sir Somebody, let me say that again. There's no prosperity with God unless you're obedient to God. And when you start to be obedient to God, then God starts to move on your behalf. 
and, and go before you and make the rough places smooth, shatter the doors of bronze and cut through the iron bars and give you wealth. And these folk in the text became wealthy. Uh, one of the greatest wealth transfers on the pages of scripture. He took the slave nation of people and made them into a prosperous nation. Uh, oh, in modern day times, he took them from renters uh, to owners. Hello, somebody. He took them from uh, working for somebody else uh, to establishing their own business. Uh, hello, somebody. He took them and he made them prosperous because they were willing to obey the word of God. And this is what we see in the text this morning. First of all, we see that God gave them prosperity. Hello, somebody. In verse 43, it says, So the Lord gave Israel what? All the land he had what? Swore to give to that what? Ancestors. And then what? And he took... Hello, somebody. God gave prosperity. Hello, somebody. Is there anybody in here want to be prosperous? Uh, I know I want to be prosperous. Yes, Is there anybody in here want to own some things? Amen. I know I want to own some stuff. Hello, somebody. Amen. Is there anybody in here want to own their own house? Yes, I know yes, I want to own my own house. Hello, somebody. Is there anybody here want to own their own business? Yes, I know. Yes, you see, because as we've learned before, ain't nobody going to give you nothing. Oh, Hello, man. somebody. Unless you come from a good family and your daddy has a lot of money. Oh, if you ain't come from a good family. Oh, oh. Like some of us in here, then you got to go get it. You got to work for it. Hello, somebody. God says, I can take you, oh, from being in debt and I can make you a lender. Hello, somebody. And Jesus' name is that. Anybody in here want to be prosperous? I know I want to be prosperous. Hello, somebody. If you want to be prosperous, say yeah. I know I want to be prosperous. I got to obey the word of God. And this is what they had to do. They had to obey Numbers 33, 50, uh, 53. It says, uh, he told them long before they would get to this point in the text, before they would have victory. Oh, when they were hearing about, oh, the giants in the land and the fortified cities. Uh, oh, when they were intimidated. Uh, oh, this is what God said. God told them to take possession of the land and settle in it. For I have given you what? The land to possess. Hello, somebody. And God says, I'm going to bless you, but you better go and start your business. Oh, I'm going to bless you. Hello, somebody. Oh, because ain't nobody going to give you nothing. You got to work for yourself. So start your own business and I'll bless you. Hello, somebody. If you know anything about the economy or blessings, oh, 1% of uh, America's population owns uh, over 90% of the wealth. Hello, somebody. Oh, and Jesus. But so, if you want if you want you got to go get. You got to work for it. You got to learn to work for yourself and not for somebody else. And that's what they had to do. In Egypt, they were working for somebody else. They were slaves in Egypt. But God said, I'm going to lose you from Egypt and I'm going to make you your own nation and folk go start working for you. Hello, somebody. Is there anybody in here tired of working for the man? Come on, amen. 
Yes, sir. Hello, somebody. You know, if you're tired of working for the man, then maybe you need to start something of your own. Come on. Amen. Hello, somebody. Amen. I get tired of folks saying what they can't do. Don't you know that God is on your side? If you're obedient yes, to you or yes, to him, don't you know he wants you to be blessed? Don't you know? Oh, we learned in Sunday school that the reason that you have prosperity is so that you can give more. Amen. Hello, somebody. Not live more. Hello, somebody. So that you can give more. You can't give more now. You barely paying your bills out now. Hello, somebody. Oh, you can't even answer your phone because for calling you up saying, where my money at? <laughs> and you know they ain't supposed to be calling you on your cell phone. They calling you on your cell phone. They emailing you, texting you, saying, where my money at? Hello, somebody. Come on, come on. Hello, somebody. And in the text, God gives prosperity. Yes, sir. And the only way you're going to get it is you've got to work for it. Oh, you can start your own business and work for it. Hello, somebody. God didn't just say, oh, I'm going to go and I'm going to have you do nothing to take the land. No. They had to go and work for it. Amen. Hello, somebody. Amen. Are you willing and willing to work hard yes, at sir. it? Yes, sir. Because most business owners, uh, guess what? They work around the clock. Hello, somebody. Most business owners are the first one there and the last one to leave. Uh, hello, somebody. They got to work for it. Uh, oh, betray and, and they take the risk for prosperity and they benefit from it. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Is there anybody here? Know that the Lord has promised good to you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hello, somebody. And if you know that the Lord has promised good to you, then it's time for you to go to work. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, oh neighbor, it's time for you to go to work. The Bible says, hey, take possession of the land. Hello, somebody. And when you take possession of the land, settle in it. Hello, somebody, for what? For I have given you the land to possess. And this was long before they went in and fought the battle in numbers. They had to go obey the word of God. There's somebody in here knowing that God is telling you to do something. Come on. Start your business. Write your book. Hello, somebody. Oh, oh, oh. oh record your album. Uh, hello, some God is telling you to do something. And stop letting folk take advantage of you. Oh, uh, you gotta stop. Uh, and, you know, most singers are waiting for somebody to discover them. Come on, man. And you know what happens when they get discovered? You know what happens? They go in and the record company pays the recording cost. Hello, somebody. And they pay the recording costs and they pay everything up front. And they get a hit. Hello, somebody. And they tour them all across the land. But one of the secrets to that is why they have all that fame, they ain't got no money. Because the record company take the money. Hello, somebody. Because they're the owners. Oh, hello, somebody. Oh, uh, one group called New Edition say, oh, they were traveling all around the world, filling up, oh, uh, cathedrals and said that after the tour was through, they dropped them back off in the ghetto. Hello, somebody. Amen. Hello, somebody. Because they didn't own. Hello, somebody. God is trying to raise some folk up. Oh, you want to play for the team. Amen. Hello, somebody. Amen. You want to go pro. Amen. The average pro career lasts how long? Two or three years. Hello, somebody. How long does that owner last? Hello, somebody. 
Hello, somebody. You know, Jerry Jones don't even have to have a winning season to make money. Yes, sir. Hello, somebody. Hello, sir. Because he owns. God is trying to raise the level of some folks up in here and take you from being slaves and make you an owner. And, 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 and when you own for yourself, that's what you're blessed. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Somebody better listen to this. Hello, somebody. I'm telling somebody else's man. God has promised good to me. He's He's promised me prosperity. And then he's promised me peace. Hello, somebody. It says the Lord gave them rest on every side. Just as he had swore to their ancestors. But one of their enemies, not one of their enemies what, withstood them for what, for the Lord gave oh. all their enemies what into their hands hello somebody, God not only promised prosperity but he promised peace uh-huh. is there anybody in here have any haters hello somebody <laughs> if, 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 you, if you don't have haters, that means you ain't doing nothing hello somebody you ain't doing nothing to be hated on. Preach, sir. Hello, somebody. If everybody in school like you, that means that, that, that you ain't an eight on a roll student. Amen. Cheering. Hello, somebody. Oh, and, 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 and doing all that you can to because some people only hate on folk. Hello, somebody. That's doing something. Amen. Amen. Hello, somebody. And don't you know, as I said before, ain't nobody gonna give you nothing. Oh, but God, when you're obedient to Him, He can give you prosperity and He can give you peace. All of those folk that's hating on you. Oh, they don't like you. Oh, just because you showed up, they can see the blessings of God upon you and they don't like you. Oh, just because, oh, God is blessing you, they don't like you. Guess what? They may not like you, but they can't do nothing to stop you. Hello, somebody. Didn't David say it in that 23rd Psalm that thou preparest a table? What? Before me, where? Before all my friends, before all my family, hello, somebody. Before all my children, hello, somebody. Before who? Before my enemies, because folk were hating on David. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. So if you're being hated on, if you got hated on last week, you wonder why your boss talked to you crazy. It might be because God's blessing upon your life, and your boss think that you're gonna get his job. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Ain't that what happened with David? Hello, somebody. David was 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 a shepherd, and he was playing the instruments. He didn't have. He didn't look like he had much. But when Saul saw him, hello, somebody. Oh, Saul believed what even his mom and dad and them didn't believe. Hello, somebody. But there was more to him. Hello, somebody. Oh, he was more than just a shepherd boy. God would call him a king. He was more than just a musician. Hello, somebody. God will call him to be a king. And some of you are in here and you're identified by your secondary gift. Oh, or, or, or your third dairy gift. Oh, they see you as a shepherd because you can do shepherding. They see you as a musician. But God says, I got some other stuff on the inside of you. Hello, somebody that I want to bring out, that I want to draw out. And when I draw it out, nobody can stand against you. Amen. Oh, not your haters. Hello, sir. Not your ex. Hello, somebody. Not your double ex. Hello, somebody. Oh, some of us got double X's up in here. But not even your triple X. Hello, somebody. 
somebody. Tell somebody. Ain't nobody stop you because God is on your side. God says, I'm going to give you what? Peace. And I'm going to give you rest on every side. And one of the reasons, oh, that we can't have a revival in this place is because a lot of times there's not peace in this place. Folks are fighting against one another. Hello, somebody. But God says, oh, to the faithful few, God says to the remnant to be faithful. Oh, because when you're faithful, I can cause peace in this place. And when I cause peace in this place, prosperity will reign in Jesus' name. Oh, somebody up in here ought to say, God, give me peace. Jesus. Y'all remember that commercial back in the day? They were, the lady was going through so much trouble and she said, Cow gun, take me away. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Some people know about peace. You ain't got to go, Woosa. Hello, somebody. No, God will give you peace. Hello, somebody. Hello, and, and that's what the word says. Yeah. He's going to give you rest on every side. Hello, somebody. And your enemies will not uh, hope stand against you. For God will what? Gave all their enemies into that. Everybody that's trying to stop you, God's going to give it to your hands. Amen. Hello, somebody. In Jesus' name. I may be preaching to myself The Lord has promised good. To me, he, he, he's promised prosperity and he's promised peace, but that's not all he promised. He's promised something else. He promised what? He's promised protection. Hello, somebody. It says, The Lord gave them rest on every side, just as he uh, swore to their ancestors, uh, uh, not one of their enemies will withstand them. That's the protection. For the Lord gave all their enemies in their hand. Hello, somebody. God's going to protect you. Uh, Before we move forward, I meant to share that secondary text here. Exodus 33. And again, God told them before they got there. This is long before they got into the land of promise. And God says, the Lord uh, replied, my presence, what, will go with you and what? I will give you rest. Hello, somebody. I'm going to give you rest. I'm going to give you peace about this. You got some peace. There's something hard that you need to do, but uh, God has given you peace about it. Hello, somebody. Have you ever been there? There's a hard decision that you need to make, but God has given you peace about it. God says, I'm going to give you peace. God says, I'm going to give you protection. Thank you, Lord. Hello, somebody. And again, in Deuteronomy 7.24, God said this. What did he say? And this is long before they got into this point. He told them beforehand, and God is trying to tell you beforehand that it's time for you to do, oh, this is that Martin theology. Somebody know about Martin? Martin, you, I used to watch Martin back in the day. And when Martin get, got mad at you, he'd open the door and tell you to get the step. Hello, somebody. He'd tell you to get the step. Get the step. It's a Martin theology. God is telling somebody up in here, he ain't mad at you, but he wants you to get the step in. Hello, somebody. What you waiting for? 
Hello, somebody. Deuteronomy 7, 24 says he gave what? Their kings into your hands. Hello, somebody. And, and what? And you will what? What? No. I bowed their names. And what? No. No one will be able to stand up against you. And what? You will destroy them. Hello, somebody. Amen. Hello, somebody. What? Who or what is holding you back? Who or what is holding you behind? The question is, are they bigger than God? What are the circumstances surrounding what you need to do for the Savior? Is it bigger than God? Hello, somebody. Is that building over there that you got to see by faith uh, bigger than God? Hello, somebody. Is, is, is your God uh, oh, smaller than your circumstances? Uh, hello, somebody. I know somebody showed up here this morning and you are struggling uh, and you didn't know how you're going to make it. But God says uh, this morning uh, that you don't have to struggle no more. I'm giving you a preview of what I'm about to do. Uh, oh, you say that there's no love in your life but the preview that God says oh I'm about to give you love and I'm going to give you a family oh you are in here today and you say I don't have no money God's giving you a preview and says if you obey me I'm going to bless you he said in Sunday school if you oh if you sow sparingly you'll reap sparingly but if you what if you sow a whole lot hello you're going to reap a whole lot the Etons translation God says, what's holding you back? What's holding you down? And God says that I can protect you. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, all neighbor. God can protect you. Hello, somebody. Amen. What you afraid of? Hello, somebody. What you afraid of? Free, sir. I know this going to cause you to step out on faith. I know you don't have all the answers right now. I, I know things are not going the way you want it to go right now in your marriage. I, I know what he did to you. I, I know what's going on in your bank account. But now it's time for you to step out on faith. God is the only somebody while you're going through bankruptcy will tell you that you're rich. Oh, God is the only somebody that'll tell you while you're going through a divorce that you have real love. God is the only somebody that can take you right where you are when you've been crying all night long because you, oh, you lost your mother. Oh, and many and two families in here have lost their mothers recently. Oh, God says to you, oh, to the Watson and Jones and others who lost. He says, I've seen you crying in the middle of the night. I know you still miss mama, but God says that I'm going to give you joy. God says weeping may endure for the night, but guess what? Joy comes in the morning. And guess what? It's morning time. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, oh neighbor, it's morning time. Hello, somebody. God says, I'm going to protect you. I know you miss her being there to protect you, to give you wisdom, and, and to give you the insight that you needed. To, oh, I know you depended upon her, and, and, or him. I, I know you depended upon him, but he betrayed you. I, I know all of that, but right now, I'm concerned about you, and guess what? I want to protect you. Not only protect you, but I want to give you peace while I'm protecting you, and then I want to give you prosperity in the midst of it all. You thought that you were about to lose it all, but God says all oh, that you're about to gain it all. Amen. Hello, Amen. Somebody. Amen. Hello, somebody. Good, sir. Amen. Hello, somebody. Amen. Say, anybody, am I here by 
This is this is good news. This ain't somber news. This is good news. This is shouty stuff. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. God said He gonna take all them folk. Hello, somebody. They're standing against you. They may be kings. They may be mayors and governors and presidents. Hello, son. That's coming against you. But God says, all these folk that's coming against you, I'm gonna protect you from them. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Amen. Amen, sir. That's good. God says this morning, the Lord has promised good to me. Thank you. And that's what you need to leave here knowing. That God has promised good to me this morning. God, in a time, in the worst time of my life where I've been struggling, God says, Jeremiah 29, 11. Hello, somebody. I know the plans I have for you. Yes, sir. Man. You think the plan is over because you signed the divorce decree. Well, come on. Hello, God. somebody. You think the plan is over because you have to file for a bankruptcy. Uh, uh, bankruptcy you, know? you signed it. God says, your story is not over. Amen. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Amen. Amen. Jesus. Deacons, will you come? Saints are praying. God has promised good to me. I'm going to believe that. He's promised me prosperity. He's promised me peace. And he's promised me protection. Deacons, will you come? Saints are praying. Now it's time to respond to the word of God. You may be here today. And you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And if you do not know him this morning, God says it's time for you to get to know him. Yeah. If you don't ever remember accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, now it's time to give your life to Jesus Christ. Yeah. For the Bible says that Jesus Christ was God's only son. Amen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Amen. Amen. And Jesus on that night that he was betrayed was in that garden of Gethsemane where he was praying. Hello, somebody. Amen. And as he was praying, he had to say these immortal words, not my will, but thy will be done. Yes, Lord. Not my will, but thy will be done. And when he prayed those prayers, he had to get up and he had to suffer, but guess what? God had plans for him. He wasn't prospering right then. He, he didn't have God's oh, protection right then, but God had plans for him. And his plans were that he would have to die for the sins of the world. God had plans for them, for him. He got up and he was tried for crimes that he didn't commit. He got up and they put a crown of thorn on his head. He got up and they put a cross on his back and led him to the streets of Jerusalem. He got up and they led him to that hill called Golgotha and nailed him to the cross. They put him up between two thieves as if to say that he was just like them. But he was the son of God chosen to die for the sins of the world. They couldn't take his life away so God had to give himself up. And he gave up the ghost. And they took him down off that cross. 
and laid them in a borrowed tomb. And he stayed dead the first day. And he stayed dead the second day. But I'm so glad that he got up on the third day with all power in his hands. I said, with all power in his hands. And because he got up, guess what? I can get up. I said, because he got up, I can get up. I can get up out of my sorrow. I can get up out of my sin. I can get up out of my tribulation. I can get up because he got up. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, get up in Jesus' name. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, get up in Jesus' name. God has given you power. I said, God has given you power. I said, God has given you power. And it's time for you to get up and go to work. It's time for you to get up and go back for victory. It's time for you to get up and go back to your circumstance. It's time for you to get up. Say to your neighbor, 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 God has promised me. Oh, prosperity. God has promised me peace. And God has promised me what? Protection. a personal relationship with God. You know, many people are waiting to have a personal relationship with God. They're waiting because they're trying to clean up their life or get right with God to stop smoking or cursing before they come to the house of the Lord. And you know what I tell them? There's nothing that you can do or stop doing that would make you right for a relationship with God. The thing that you must do, however, is take God's provision. You see, in order to get right with God, you have to meet him on his terms, and his terms is Jesus Christ. The Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And the Bible says that we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. But the Bible also said that God demonstrated his love towards us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died. God's only Son, God's love, Christ died for us. So in order to get right with God, you have to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you can do that today by praying this simple prayer. Dear God, I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus, and I believe in my heart that Jesus died for my sins, was buried, and rose again on the third day. Dear God, come into my life, come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Amen. And praise the Lord. If you pray that prayer for the first time, then the angels in heaven are rejoicing. For now you are a child of the living King. 
because you're a child of the living king, you have to find God's family, and that's what the church is. The church is God's family here on earth. We love, believe by faith that you've been born to the household of faith here at Bethlehem. Again, we're at 311 North Dunbar in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We'd love to see you in our services. You're listening throughout the world, listening throughout the United States, Canada, United Kingdom, or even China. We're going to pray that God will deliver you to a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching, Bible-living church where you can grow up in the things of God. We want to thank you once again for listening. And again, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you need to find a church home, a baby born. Needs to be a baby born in the family because babies can't make it on their own. And if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are a spiritual baby. Thank you for must find a church home. Again, we want to thank you for joining us today. And I'm going to give us a final benediction. A benediction is a final blessing. Father God, we thank you, Lord, and we pray in Jesus' name that you would bless everyone at the sound of my voice, especially the new children of God. Deliver them safely to a church home and put your hedge of protection around us all. Keep us safe from our harm and danger until we meet again, either here in Cyber Church or in the service. We thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello again. This and is Pastor Mike Tom, the, the senior Lord. pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We want to take this opportunity to see if God used this message in your heart. If if your life has changed, if God really spoke to you and touched your heart and changed the moment in your life, we just want to thank God for how he's working in your life, but we also want to take this opportunity to see if we can get you to sow a seed in the life of our church. Right now, we're entering into a building program, and we've calling this program Vision to Reality. And this is phase one of our building program, and I've told many of our members, you know, I may not serve at a mega church, but I do serve a mega God. Not living in a mega city. This is Paul's Valley. But we serve a mega God because we're heard all over the United States and different countries and kingdoms. And we're believing that God owns the cattle on a thousand hills where you are. And if you take a moment and go to our church website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com. And you can hear it. Uh, tap the link on the MySpace page or... Uh, just go to the front page of our website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com and scroll to the bottom there. You'll see Vision to Reality, and that's where you can give to the building. And we, we want to do it kind of just like Obama did. And he raised his funds. It was just people, ordinary, everyday people, $25 that helped him to raise millions of dollars in a economy that people were saying that is depressed. I think that's God. And I believe God can do it for us. And we want you to give. Once again now, if God has touched and moved and worked in your life as a result of you listening to this ministry, we want you to give to vision to reality and help us to make our building here in Paul's Valley, state of the arts build a reality because you've taken time to give 25, 50, 10, 
100 and you may be able to do more whatever god is laying on your heart we need you so we can build this vision to a reality may god bless you and keep you is my prayer again go to the website www.heargodsword.com